Improve your self-confidence by appreciating your worth. Are these phrases common to you? No one appreciates me. No one gets the effort I put in. No one thinks I'm good enough. William Shakespeare said in Measure for Measure, our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt. Unfortunately, the world is one of comparison and social media makes it much easier. With photographic filters and other such applications so accessible, it's no longer the established brand that promotes a favorable image, but absolutely anybody. It is no longer possible to avoid this tool, however, even though it's been linked to growing depression and anxiety because all of us in some way, usually through work, are being encouraged to have some sort of social media presence. Social media, of course, is not the only reason we may lose or lack confidence, but it can relate to having personal issues, feeling a lack of support, and feeling like we're on a losing streak. Your self-confidence can be defined as the trust you have in your abilities. According to Cantor, it is the bridge connecting expectations and performance. It attracts investment, not just money, but time, energy, loyalty, and commitment. And with self-confidence being linked to success, it's really important to have a variety of success indicators to maintain a positive view of your ability. However, outside the education system and later on outside the structure of a team, you have no certificate to tell you well done. You don't always have someone championing you and you don't always know what success looks like, especially when it's not explicitly offered and you're comparing where you stand with other people. So try the following things. Number one, identify what success looks like within your field, whatever it is, repeat custom, recommendations, positive feedback, bonuses, benefits, expansion, growth, awards, accreditations, and measure yourself against that criteria. Then note areas where you're pleased and areas where you want to improve and identify one action to take in order to step towards that improvement. But maybe you also want to go a little deeper. We know that deep down at the end of our time, we won't be saying, I wish I'd spent more time working, but it is really, really hard to see that we're in the middle of a deadline and over delivery has become a bit of a habit. And the irony here is that we may put the needs of work or the needs of others at the top of our list. We then question how much our efforts are really appreciated. And then we might even regret it when not only are we not feeling appreciated, but too great a focus on that work time squeezes out the time we have to offer our families and loved ones. So try this as well. Write down 20 things that describe you. Start with your achievements if you want. So for me, I'm a teacher, I'm a psychologist, I'm an author and so on. Keep going until you've got 20 because around the middle, you're going to find the things you probably care about the most. For me, I was a dog owner. I'm a wife. I'm a friend to some amazing people. And as you run out of those, you get into, I'm reliable. I over-deliver. I have high standards. So when it comes to goal setting, think about each of those elements, each of those 20 things, and think about how you'd like them to look at the end of the year. Also at the end of next year, and then at the end of three to five or even 10 years. 
Some of those 20 things may change. Some may expand. Some may no longer be relevant. But either way, you have the information that you need as to what to focus on to live your best life. And it will refine and give you insight into the things that are really important to you as well. When you begin to recognize what is important to you, you might actually also recognize that those things are the things that are being recognized by other people. You may also recognize that those things are simply your way of life. If you notice that you are a a friend to some amazing people and those amazing people love having you in their lives because they keep inviting you to things and so on, maybe you don't need them to tell you. And even then, maybe you need to question, how much do you tell them too? If you can see what your success criteria looks like in your words, that can really help. And the last thing related to that is focus not just on the achievement, but on the contribution you make. Instead of asking, what did I do? Ask, how did I help make a difference in that case? And rather than looking at whether you got direct praise, reflect instead on whether someone said thank you to you today because you did that directly. And there's no question about that. I'm certainly not trying to make excuses for companies who don't appreciate their employees. But what I would say to you is if you start recognizing your value more and what you bring and how amazing you are, you might also recognize faster when it is really them, not you, to cause underappreciation or that feeling of underappreciation. And you can go and find people and places that really do appreciate you. And here's a secret. They'll have come up likely in the 20 things that are meaningful to you that describe who you are. And that's all we have time for. But for more practical ways to boost your well-being, check out my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey T, Practical Tools for Everyday Wellbeing, or my Facebook page of the same name. Or have a look at my website, www.draudreyt.com. Or tune in to the Wellbeing Lounge on Tuesday nights, 9 till 10, for your hour of mental health on NLive Radio.